the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A good Wednesday to you, everybody. It is the Dennis Prager Show for this August 25th, 2021. Mark Davis in for Dennis one day. What is the evidence that Dennis is not here? Number one, Rolling Stones intro music uh, heralding the passing of Charlie Watts at the age of 80 yesterday. I don't know if Dennis would have rolled out a lot of Stones tunes today. Don't know if that's his wheelhouse. But Dennis will be back where uh, everybody wants him to be in the chair tomorrow. In the meantime, great to be with you. Mark Davis, you're a kid. Occasional fill-in buddy here at 660 AM, The Answer, in Dallas-Fort Worth, where I am blessed with the best talk show prep that I can possibly do for the Dennis Prager Show, and that's doing my own morning show every uh, every day here in thriving DFW. And having just finished this morning's uh, Wednesday local show, let me share with you some of what we were banging around. Obviously, a lot of it is Afghanistan. Obviously, a lot of it is continuing COVID policy and tug of war right here, especially in my state of Texas. You think we got a few things going on around here? As our governor has said, you know, school districts, local government, you cannot have mask mandates. There's an executive order that gives him that authority. There's legislation that gives him the authority to uh, carve out that executive order. And we have school districts going rogue all over the state. Saying, well, guess what? Uh, you know, sort of flipping him the metaphoric bird and saying, we're doing mask uh, mandates anyway. So those, those court battles continue. And, and as you know, the variant rears its head, and I don't know about you, depends on what's going on in your state or what part of the country you're in. I, I'm seeing more masks slapped on the faces of people. They're probably, they're probably kind of fearful of things going on. Uh, not me. I, I mean, I, I, I am happily maskless. Because I'm happily vaccinated. Since we haven't talked in a long time about COVID policy, uh, <laughs> Dr. Fauci on the video feed. Thanks so much. Uh, obviously, you can go to DennisPrager.com and witness the spectacle. And we always appreciate you being here and listening and watching wherever and whenever you may be. Um, it, I, I, there's, there's a big debate afoot. In fact, let me give you the phone numbers. Let's dive into a number of things. 1-8-Prager-776. 1-8-Prager-776. We'll talk some COVID policy. We'll talk mask tug of wars, vax wars, whatever you want to do. Uh, Afghanistan, in real wars, Afghanistan, as everybody has their own specific take on how this could have been avoided. I will share mine with you. I have a number of, I've got a couple of things sort of in my talk show pocket. That I want to share with you things that uh, on days when I do the Prager show, um, just sort of thematic uh, stuff off the shelf that I always want to sort of bounce off of people. One uh, today will involve if your kid is starting college this week, because mine is, and we have been blissfully spared something that I'm hearing a great deal about from some from things that are that are at, at uh, orientations 
or sort of first day class meetings where they have everybody get up and say, who are you? Where are you from? And they got a sort of another little question for the kiddos. And uh, I want to see what you think, what you want your kid to do, or maybe what your kid already did in response to that, uh, that, uh, that particular question. And um, I don't think I've brought this up here on the Prager show. I've talked about it locally a few times. You ever sit around your house talking about something and you're not Googling it. You're not doing a web search on it. You're, you know, not Facebooking it. You're not interacting with anything or anybody except maybe another human being in the room. And you talk about something and uh, a couple hours later, you have a Facebook ad about it on your feed. How did that get there? Mysteries large and small. On today's Dennis Prager Show, guest hosted by me, your buddy, Mark Davis. And you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Davis, M-A-R-K. Davis, appreciate you very, very much. And here's something a lot of folks appreciate. I start my own local show with it. And uh, and I I've, suppose almost every time I've, I've done Dennis's show, I do as well. So join me if you are uh, of, of a mind to do so. Lord, guide us and protect us as we face the challenges of each new day. We thank you every day for this blessed nation and for your hand in creating it. Fill our hearts with the energy to protect the freedoms which come from you, which our nation was founded to protect. And Lord, be with us as we chart a course out of this COVID nightmare. Help us to be smart and safe as we reclaim our lives. Guide us to fight for our liberties within the law and by following your law. Let us navigate these troubling times with a positive spirit, treating others as we would want to be treated. Lord, these are times of trial and times of challenge. Lift us as we follow your word and work for a better America, where our Constitution is honored, our elections are reliable, our borders work, where we fight for the unborn, and where our differences are hashed out with honesty and goodwill. And our freedoms of speech and worship are protected. As we face each day's problems, give us the clarity to look around and cherish our many blessings in our nation, our communities, and our families. We follow you, Lord. We know. We can get through anything. And we ask these things in your holy name. Amen. All right. Uh, telephone number again, 888-PRAGER-776. 1-8-PRAGER-776. Sorry, I messed that up first time. Been a while. 1-8-PRAGER-776. Uh, the lovely Jennifer has taken your calls at that number. Freshly married, so congratulate the newlywed when you go through her to get to me. Sound good? All right. That's that's the gauntlet we make you run. It's, it is not brutal. Basically, name... Who are you? What do you want to talk about? And at that point, uh, leave it to me. Well, uh, I can I can turn anybody interesting in 60 seconds. And maybe you already are. I'll bet that's the case. The Prager audience is among the best in talk radio. So before I get to y'all, uh, which I'm going to do pretty well post-haste right after this first break here in just a couple of minutes, um, let me give you my Afghanistan paragraph because, oh, by the way, we may be treated to Secretary of State uh, Antony Blinken. And isn't this, isn't this just... An inspiring group of people. Don't you just have the feeling? And, and I'm going to tell you something. In fact, we're a few days into this. I, I want to. I, I could spend an hour talking about how incompetent Biden is, but you know that. I could spend another hour talking about how preventable this was, but you know that, or you should anyway. And the way it's preventable is by leaving a thousand or two thousand troops at Bagram Airfield, as Trump would have done. As I've talked about for months, as my dog would have done if he'd been in charge of everything. You don't evacuate all the troops and then somehow 
by hook or by crook or by miracle, try to get out the remaining civilians. In, in God's name, what kind of sense does that make? This is a cluster for the ages. It is a national, it is a global embarrassment for the United States. And I tell you what I keep coming back to, and it just makes me crazy. What did everybody tell us? Oh, that Trump freaked the world out. And, and now finally with Biden, there's a, there's a steadiness. America is respect, not, not respected. We're, we're, everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. America is back, whatever that means. Yeah, back kowtowing to Europe. Back in the thrall of elites all over the world. Oh, we're back, all right. Back to where we were pre-Trump during Obama and other presidents, Democrat and Republican, who just didn't have the stones to do what was necessary with tin horns and tyrants and terrorists. And Trump did. And you may have taken a a couple of moments of umbrage or taken exception to the mean tweets or something else about him stylistically. Great, whatever. But in terms of the policies, in terms of the stances, because the one thing that kept the world safer is a whole lot of tin horns and tyrants and terrorists and misbehaving regimes. They didn't know what this guy was going to do. They didn't know what he would do. They know exactly what Biden will do, or should I say what he will not do. And this has been a failure of epic, epic proportions. And I don't know how we get out of it. My questions for you are as follows. 1-8 Prager 776. How much do the American people care? I'm old enough to remember Vietnam. This is worse. Why? Because I, I, I was all on board with fighting communism in Southeast Asia. Thank God for everybody who went and fought in that war. We didn't do it right. We didn't treat them right. But the notion of fighting communism in Southeast Asia was noble, was noble then, is noble now. And we lost. We cut and run. There was no way we were going to, no way we were going to win. We were not going to turn Vietnam into glowing green glass, so we got to go. And there's, there's a related logic. Now, we were not going to turn Afghanistan into Indiana. We weren't going to turn Afghanistan into a Jeffersonian democracy. So what was the goal? The goal was to be there residually as as a backstop, as some kind of bulwark against terrorist inclinations. And we were doing it. There's been no hot war in Afghanistan for the better part of a decade because we were there, residually there. Not anymore. And it's all just swirling into a hellish cauldron. What do you think ought to happen? Mark Davison for Dennis, 1-8-Prager-776, and we're going to your calls next on a Wednesday. Thanks for being here. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. 
but it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. Sounds like good advice. Mark Davis in for Dennis. Great to have you here. As I get ready to hear from you, I want you to hear from one of my favorite members of Congress, Congressman Michael Waltz, Republican of Florida. He was just on with Harris Faulkner on Fox after they went through a torturous uh, Pentagon news conference with a wonderful man all these people have served admiral john kirby is the pentagon uh, press secretary god help him i mean all he can do is be the mouthpiece for some of this uh, nonsense that's going on um but here was um here was congressman michael waltz of florida talking about just the disconnect but have you noticed in these the days of this week that president biden will attempt to string together sentences in the english language and they will contain things that just seem to be just provably false but there's just such an ongoing disconnect harris between the happy talk that we're seeing out of the white house uh from political appointees from the president himself from kirby that things are fine and dandy they may be a little bumpy but they're going as planned and then what our own staffs and offices are seeing on the ground. We've had to go operational out of the United States Congress, talking to airport managers, gate guards, helping American citizens avoid Taliban checkpoints. Just before coming here, uh, one of my team told me that uh, an SIV applicant with visa in hand had their phones taken from them and smashed to the ground by the Taliban and told to turn around. The reason we're having to go operational, the reason retired Uh, special forces officers and intelligence officials are taking matters into their own hands is because it's not going well, because of such a lack of leadership and clarity from this administration. That is Congressman Michael Waltz of Florida. He and Mike McCall, a congressman here in Texas, were on Fox uh, the last hour. Let me start to grab some calls from you guys and intersperse some, some of your thoughts and mine on various issues. Always enjoy a little topical variety here whenever I come in and host for Dennis. one prager 776 And then as we work our way through the hour, uh, I'm going to digitally save any comments we get here from uh, from our uh, current Secretary of State, uh, Tony Blinken, another inspiring figure in this uh this gallery of pinhead academics who are trying to run foreign policy. Uh, we are, as we begin, in Van Etten, New York. Hey, John, Mark Davis, in for Dennis. Happy Hi, Wednesday Mark. to you. How are you? Hi, Mark. Um, my comment is I've always believed that Neville Chamberlain was the biggest idiot in the world signing a non-aggression treaty with Hitler. Yeah. And I think that Joe Biden's doing the exact same thing with the Taliban. I mean, how stupid is that? I I know, and it's if you take a look at the circuit, Neville Chamberlain is a British Prime Minister of the 30s, was uh, sort of retroactively unfortunate in his bad character judgment. Uh, not to keep invoking my dog, but I got a golden retriever who knows what the Taliban are, and to willfully you know, kowtow to them is, is something of, of stunning, stunning scope in terms of ineptitude. One eight Prager seven, seven, six, one eight Prager seven, seven, six. We are in Port Washington, Wisconsin. Hey, Susan, Mark Davison for Dennis. How are you? Got to listen to the radio and not the phone and not the radio. Hey, Susan, let's give it another try. How are you? This is gallery. 
Okay. Okay. Here's, here's what I'm going to do. I know, I know what her question was and I'm going to answer it for her and thus for you. Uh, people very, very kindly ask where they can like get a copy of the prayer that I opened the show with. Uh, I, I have a serious answer, but first there's every time I hear something like that, uh, I'm taken back to old Saturday night live when it was funny. And during weekend update, Kevin Nalen at one point said, if you'd like a transcript of tonight's program, take out a pencil and write down everything I say. <laughs> now, I'm not going to be that glib, but uh, but here's the deal. I do it every day at the beginning of uh, my local show. So let me send you to the local website where I've got podcasts of every show I ever do for your listening and dancing pleasure. And that is 660AMTheAnswer.com. 660AMTheAnswer.com. If you go to there right now, there's this morning show that I just finished doing. If you go to the 7 o'clock hour and crank that puppy up, there I am doing that prayer at the beginning of that. Just pause it, stop it, start it, and just you know, type it on out, and there you'll have the golden transcript. I, I wing it sometimes. I cover some of the main themes. So I might want to couple, catch a couple of versions there. And, and, it, and it's not like it was something I spent forever. You, you want to know the history of it? As long as I've got you, I'll beat you down with the history on this a little bit. It was it was COVID. March of last year, Um, I was on, it was spring break, and I was on vacation. <laughs> Remember vacation? And, um, and in the middle of the week, in the middle of like the second week of March, you know, the world ended, Tom Hanks got it, the NBA shut down, you know, masks thrust their way into our lives as did the virus. And I was on vacation. Now it was a staycation. I wasn't, you know, out in the far flung, you know, wilderness anywhere. So it was a pretty simple matter to make a couple of phone calls and end my own vacation. I came back on a Thursday. It was a Wednesday night. My wife and I were at a wonderful Dallas restaurant, and 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 we had like our servers and the wine guy and uh, you know people at other tables were like, "Hey, you hear this? You hear that? The NBA just shut down its entire season. Its entire season. What are you talking about?" That was it was that mid March last year when everything just started to collapse around us. So uh, it's pretty hard to to drag me off the vacation trail. I got a work ethic as good as anybody's, but uh, vacation's vacation. But it was pretty clear that I had to retake the reins of my own show. So I informed the wonderful gentleman who was to be my fill-in host the next day. I said, I'm sorry, dude, I need the show back. He said, totally understand. And as I walked in and sat down, I, I said, I'm going to be talking to people who are freaking out because this is terrible. And I have a feeling it's going to grab us by the throat for a really long time. And in my actual life, what occurs to me to do in moments like that is to talk to God and to thank him, even when things are terrible. And I thought, you know, I've, I've for a long time never been shy about matters of faith or talking about how those things uh, guide me. I mean, I don't proselytize all day, but uh, when when faith becomes an issue, I'll talk to you about it all day and and share the ways in which it has motivated and guided me. And and all the while, you know, extending all the freedom to you to be of whatever faith you wish or no faith at all, kind of like America does. All right. But I thought, you know, if I got sixty seconds at the beginning of the show to actually gather folks who are of a mind to do so and talk to God and ask His guidance through these really difficult times, I thought uh, that seems like time well spent. And many have agreed. 
And then I got to thinking, okay, how long am I going to do this? Will COVID at some point get better where I don't have to do the prayer anymore? And I thought, you know what? At some point, COVID will get better. And by the way, it did. Guess what? Never stopped doing it. And you know what? COVID could go away tomorrow. And I'm still doing it because I like it. And a lot of other people do too. So thank you. All righty, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. Let's see here. Why don't we, um, we're going to be pretty quick here. In fact, let me get on out of here. That, <laughs> that moment of blather took up just enough time to end the segment. Mark Davison for Dennis. More of your calls are next, I promise. Stick around. The Dennis Prager Show. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal up to 600 thousand ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Let me know what you think. I know what I think. That's awesome. Lord, a search engine looking at Dennis's brain? Is there is there enough bandwidth in the universe for that? That's awesome. That is great. Now, for my comparatively meager comparison a moment ago, as I sent you to my local show for you know the opening prayer or anything else I do, it just occurred to me that my own Twitter feed is the best place for that, at Mark Davis, because I put up a podcast of, of the entire morning show. Uh, I just did it moments ago for this morning show, so you don't have to go hopping through the 660amtheanswer.com website, hoops and dotting the I's and crossing the T's. Just go to my Twitter feed, which is the center of all known things there at Mark Davis. All right, our calling adventure continues as we head back to your calls. Mark Davis in for Dennis, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. Back to the Empire State, fresh brand new governor and Kathy Hochul. How's that working out? Uh, that is Paul. Hello, sir. Mark Davis in for Dennis. How are you? Hey, Mark. Um, well, Kathy Hochul is in, and we'll just have to see how that goes. Yes. Um, my point is, and, you know, everybody is running around wringing their hands about how incompetent Joe Biden and his administration is, and um, I have no argument with that. I certainly agree with it, but that's not really where I think the focus should be. The focus should be on who's running Joe Biden. He couldn't run a lemonade stand at this point in his career. So that means somebody else is pulling the strings, and it looks to me, if you just look at it through the lens of the smell test, like they're completely sold out to possibly the Chicoms and others. I mean, or, or people, or, or people who are. I mean, I, I don't like, like see direct, uh, you know, marionette strings from Beijing. But this entire administration is beholden to so many unsavory forces and factors, and 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 these are these are people. In some cases, there's ineptitude. That's Afghanistan. In some cases, there is willful malfeasance, like the border. People say Biden doesn't have a plan at the border. Yes, he does. This is the plan at the border to allow waves upon waves of unvetted immigrants to, to, to just pour into America so that they can vanish into the landscape, vanish into the tapestry, 
scarcely to be heard from again, awaiting their court dates, ha, 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 right, uh, until they can vanish and be atomized out across all of our time zones, only to resurface years later after they have been normalized, legalized, naturalized, and energized for decades of grateful Democrat voting. So it's funny when this administration knows what it's doing. When this administration does not know what it's doing, bad things happen. When this administration does know what it's doing, bad things happen. one 8 Prager 776 we are in Wisconsin. Wes, hey, Mark Davison for Dennis. How you doing? Hey, Mark. Uh, good day to you and greetings from the beautiful Northwoods of Wisconsin. Hi. Uh, Mark, I'm, I'm going to switch gears for a, a second. Um, Although I think I'm the first one to believe that uh, uh, Biden is certainly mentally deficient and certainly uh, was moronic in the way he uh, is withdrawing from uh, uh, Afghanistan. Uh, but I'd like to discuss with you, you know, as briefly as, as possible, you know, the, 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 we had four administrations that literally could not figure out a way to defeat uh, a band of 75,000 uh, Afghans, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, with, with us being the world's number one superpower. So yep. I really blame three presidents before him, uh, as much as I blame Biden for getting us into this mess and not getting us out that, of it. That's, that's, it's, it's not unfair. It's not unfair to spread cons- consideration and regard across every presidency for the last 20 years. That's not unfair. I'll give the short version, then the longer version. We were never going to turn Afghanistan into a Western democracy. All we could hope to do is keep it from becoming a terrorist hotbed. We were doing that. Trump would have kept it as one, even while drawing down most forces out of there. And uh, and what we have now, it's as if we were never there. A residual force of a thousand or so would have kept this from happening. Be right back. So first some stones, now some nirvana. You can tell it's a fill-in host day, but there's a reason for this. Hi again, Mark Davis in for Dennis. Uh, Nirvana's come as you are because there's an actual nirvana news story uh, that I share only as further evidence of the insanity that is commonly rampant around the world. For those of you, and listen, you can be, uh, you know, knocking on senior citizen years and own this album. It was when Kurt Cobain and Dave Grohl and the boys, uh, you know, became a big deal 30-ish years ago. And and you remember the album cover? It was an album called Nevermind. And it smells like Teen Spirit and all those, you know, big Nirvana hits. And uh, and it was a a naked baby swimming, a, a shot of a baby naked swimming underwater with like a dollar bill imposed over it like the baby was chasing the dollar. It was like a statement on capitalism or something, or I don't even know what. Why would I be telling you this? Well, that baby, obviously, now a 30-year-old dude, his name is Spencer Eldon, and he is um, he is suing. His lawsuit alleges that the, um, the 1991 Nirvana album, never mind the cover, uh, is pornography. And um, because there's a dollar bill, oh, there you go on the on the video stream. There you are. Oh, good lord! There he is, grown up. <laughs> oh, God. oh, there's a piece of work. 
First of all, I'd think that would be the coolest thing in the world if I'm 31 years old. It's like I'd, I'd use that in bars. <laughs> Not that you could confirm it or anything like, hey, guess what album cover this guy is on? I don't know how you'd prove that. Nonetheless, he, he says that it, that the album cover is porn and that the dollar bill superimposed on it makes him look like a sex worker. Oh, Lord. Spencer, 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 Spencer. It says Kurt Cobain chose the image depicting him grabbing for a dollar bill positioned dangling from a fish hook in front of it. Well, I'm not even going to so just Google the story, just a continuing library of insanity. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Speaking of that, it does give me the opportunity to take a side trip uh, of one of the things I mentioned I was going to tell you as we open the show, because plenty of Afghanistan, plenty of, uh, you know, COVID policy, plenty of this, plenty of that. Always, always open to that. Anything you want at one eight Prager seven, seven, six, but I've got a call in a gentleman in California. who's going to talk about this with me. Um, I said, you ever been sitting around your house? You're not on your laptop, not on your smartphone. Just talking about something, just heaven forbid, talking about something with another human being. Talking about taking a, um, a, a a trip somewhere. Hey, we ought to go to, um, you know, some Greek island. You know, hey, we ought to go to this location in French Polynesia. We ought to do that. Yeah, let's do. Two, three hours later, ads for the travel destinations that you were just talking about on your Facebook feed. What in the world is going on there? Now, we've had that happen a couple of times at the house. Happened yesterday. My wonderful wife, Lisa, my hero every day. um, We we just we had a wonderful vacation up at Red River, New Mexico, and we drove from from, like 10 hours. It was awesome. Split it in two days. Amarillo, then Red River. And and, and we did all kinds of active things. I don't know if it's kind of come back to haunt her a little bit. I don't know, but but she's had a little bit of back pain. She has a really good chiropractor. And this particular chiropractor said, you know what we're going to do? Just because this this keeps this problem just isn't resolving. So we're going to do a little something. We're going to do some spinal decompression. So that's, I've heard of that before. And so we, she mentions the words a spinal decompression to me in a conversation uh, yesterday morning. After dinner, Facebook ad on her feed some special pillow of some sort. It's just like spinal decompression. Now, doggone it, man. How does this happen? And I, and I know there's some algorithm. I mean, I listen, if I, sometimes we, we, we Google things and we don't know it. We, uh, you know, it, 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 it could be anything. I, I don't know, but, but there's some of this is just weird. And we are in California and Homer called in about that. Homer, what is, what is your theory, sir? Welcome. Mark Davis in for dinner. Dennis, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good morning, and uh, God bless you, Mark. Appreciate the prayer to start things off, which thank you. Uh, we dearly need. Uh, I think it's probably Siri or, or uh, Alexa, something like that. I mean, I, we got them both. I mean, I've got iPhones all over the house, and and I got you know Alexa over in the corner. Right. And, and you know, I, I I do not have one. My daughter has one in her home, and I, it, it's just a weird thing when you uh, out of the blue you'll ask a question, and here it comes. So. I don't know. It's always listening. So who knows? I Indeed so. And thank you. How many of you who are particularly attentive heard it happen in this room? I've got one of those things in the corner of my house, and I've got one in here. And as soon as I just said her name, 
Here, hang on a minute. Let me drag her over here. Let's do something. Uh, Alexa, what's the capital of Texas? Texas's capital is Austin. Thank you. Um, but but sometimes if I just and it'll happen on the show all the time, we'll be talking about the Amazon smart speaker, and I will say her name that begins with A, and and then that's the wake up word, and she'll just go, huh? I don't know the answer to that. I was like ah, I didn't mean to do that. Stop listening to me. So and they say they say they're not listening. They say they're not listening to your normal everyday. And and I don't want to go tinfoil hat conspiratorial. I really don't. But the thing has to have ears in a certain way in order to hear the wake-up word, right? So is it listening to you even when it's not on? Yes. What they want us to believe is that it's only listening for the wake-up word. And as long as I'm sitting here talking about uh, war, disease, famine, pestilence, the cowboys, that, uh, that, that it's not paying attention. But if I say the wake-up word, suddenly it's like, oh, now I'm listening to you. I get, I'm prepared. I'm prepared to believe that. I guess, but just explain this to me, Lucy. How? And I know this has happened to you. Uh, it, 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 it's probably happened six or seven total times to us. I, I mean, definitive. And sometimes I can figure it out. It's like, oh, I did Google that earlier today. And if I Google something, all bets are off. Then I wouldn't be surprised if it shows up in 14 Facebook ads. If I Google about, you know, some swimming trunks without mesh, it's like, bah, here's 14 swimming trunks without mesh. Uh, I totally get that. But sometimes it'll just be a conversation I'm having with my wife or just something, just something that in no way am I plugged in any device and I will get Facebook ads about it or just some other on online advertising about that thing within hours again to invoke the great robert klein mark davison for dennis brabeck it is the prager youth fundraising push as a matter of fact so make sure you do what dennis uh, said and i'll give you some more details on that in the coming hour, one eight Prager seven seven six Mark Davis in for Dennis. Let's uh, finish up this hour with some telephone action, and then continue topically into the hours that follow. We are in uh, Saratoga, New York, and Mark, that is you, Mark Davis in for Dennis. Happy Wednesday. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good. These vaccine mandates are authoritarianism at its worst. It is tearing this country asunder. And I believe that our rights are being violated. And I am ashamed that the court system has not put a stop to this. And it is not about whether or not uh, I think it is science. I believe in the science. It's our liberty that is being violated. So uh, let's break it down a little bit in the time that we have. Uh, There there may be mandates. We can either like or not like all the mandates. Of the ones that we don't like, some are, seem to be flat out unconstitutional. Others don't. Can and there's a great debate over whether government should be able to tell you to wrap your face in something. I, I am completely with you in that regard. If a business says, "Hey, you know what? We want masks on everybody," they can totally do that, and then you can either walk in there or not walk in there. But with government, you know, you only got one government in terms of one state government, one federal government. And if there's any lesson that I hope we have learned, that I hope we take away from this, is that we better not get lazy, uh, lackadaisical about our liberties moving forward. Because this ain't the last, we ain't done with this one, and and it's not the last virus we're ever going to have. And just to have some sweeping observations to close out this first hour, we've all been learning as we go. 
in this terrible, terrible, you know, year and a fraction, year and a half, more than year and a half of, of the virus. Everybody freaked out and we decided to pull all of our eggs in the virus mitigation basket. All of our, it's like we must do everything to, to mitigate the virus. And we didn't worry about destroying people's lives. We didn't worry about destroying people's livelihoods. We didn't worry about destroying our children's educations. We didn't worry about destroying our social interactions. We didn't worry about destroying anything. We, 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 we blew it all up on the altar of virus mitigation. And it was very, very wrong. Now, if we'd done it in what a, a way that I might describe as right, might we have a few more dead people? We probably would. But maybe our kids' educations would be better. Maybe your retirement account would still be there. Maybe your your dad wouldn't have died alone in a home. There are no solutions. There will never be solutions in things like this. There are only trade-offs. More of this, less of that. More of that, less of this. And we're learning the path of trade-offs. And it's been a hard lesson. Mark Davison for Dennis. One hour down, two to go. Much more to come. Join us. 1-8-Prager-776. Be right back with you. The Dennis Prager Show. Live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.